Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. That's right. It's hour number two of the program. Joel Nelson manning the ship here this morning and afternoon. I'm Bob Pompiani. We'll take you up until one o'clock. And then we have Pirate Baseball today, followed by Pitt and Miami in basketball. Pitt wins. They win the ACC regular season championship. It's that simple. Our show is brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Check out Virtual Wallet at PNC Bank. You won't be sorry you did. Also, number one, Cochrane. Shop 24-7 with Expressway at Cochrane.com. Twitter is brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram in Peters Township or visit them online at SouthHillsJeep.com. And text us on the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line. It's 412-928-9370. Same as the call-in line. Edgar Snyder and Associates remind you to text responsibly. We have a um, tweet from Harold Cash. It's a funny one. He says, I see Greg woke up and skipped his meds today. <laughs> and if you missed the last hour, Greg from Youngstown, one of our regular callers, passionate about hating the pitch clock. Do you? Do you like it from what you've seen? Do you think it'll be good? Do you think it matters that games are shortened by 20, 23 minutes? Does that make that much of a difference to you? Call us and let us know. 412-928-9370. I think it's fascinating so far. And I do like the fact that they're doing this right now, forcing people to adjust. And they have eight weeks to figure this out before they start the regular season. And we've seen some people try to take shortcuts. Some people try to circumvent it. I think it will have a direct impact on how many stolen bases you see in Major League Baseball this year because pitchers only have so many throws over the first base. And once they expire that, they can't do it anymore. Therefore, if you're a base runner, you know that. And you know the pitch clock is moving you can time exactly when the guy has absolutely no shot to hold you on. The leads will get bitter, bigger, the bases are bigger, therefore the stolen base numbers will also get bigger. Nathan Stubner on Twitter, at KD Pompey, says, uh, where do you put Nick Bonino? Uh, well, that's a good question, Nathan, only because you you know, you know brought him into play center. That's what he's done. Um, Jeff Carter to me, I just – I need to see more. I haven't seen it. He's occupying a space. He's not going to sit. That They've made that clear. So, to me, I'd move him to a wing, potentially, or down to the fourth line, one of the two. And then we have this from JSQ, and hits me up on Twitter, and he says, what about Dmitry Kulikov? What do you know about him? Can he be a big upgrade? Well, I would say not a big upgrade, but he is a veteran, like all of these guys are in their 30s. He is very good at blocking shots, just like Bonino is. Uh, he also is not afraid to hit. Uh, a couple years ago, at 120 hits. This year, so far, 87. So that's a little dimension that I think the Penguins can certainly use. The, the problem with the Penguins is, while they have made moves, nothing I would consider to be major altering roster-changing moves. Unlike every team they're trying to deal with in the Eastern Conference. If you look at the Rangers, Tarasenko's a big play. Patrick Kane's a big play. Tyler Mott really puts their fourth line in, in a tremendous situation with Barkley Goudreau. Um, you know, they have two young guys, actually three young guys on their third line. Heedle, 
along with uh, Capo Caco and uh, Lafreniere. Those guys are all under the age of 24, and, and it's a really good line. So, you know, they added Trocek in the offseason. That's a very loaded team with um, Igor Shosturkin in goal if he plays the way he's capable. And then you look at the Devils. Young, they added Timo Meyer to a really good core group of young players. He will help them. They're knocking on the door to first place, challenging Carolina, which added a couple of players, including Shane Gostaspair, who scored a goal last night. And then you have Tyler Bertuzzi and Garnett Hathaway giving Boston an edge. The best team in the East got better, I thought. So the Penguins are fighting an uphill battle here, um, largely because of some of the moves they made in the offseason. And it was hard to change those. Ron Hextall tried to. Um, and he got lucky. The Capitans with another team, and they were willing to take his salary, St. Louis. They're also moved on now from um, the situation they had with Brock McGinn as they bring in Nick Bonino in that trade. And Marcus Granlin, that's the biggest name that you're going to get out of this. That's not big enough for me, given what everyone else is doing. And knowing the Penguin goal was to try to challenge to win ASAP, not worrying about the future. They kept their number one pick, but they traded their second and third round picks. And this is supposed to be a pretty deep NHL draft. Even with your first round pick, I thought it should have been put in play. As it turned out, Jacob Chikrin was only available for a first round pick. They didn't have to go two, as one of the rumors actually said. 412-928-9370. We also have Pitt and Miami tonight. Both teams 14-5 and five in ACC play. Whoever wins, wins the ACC regular season championship. Who would have thought that would be the case? But that's what Pitt is playing for after a lackluster effort against Notre Dame, which you know I think their offensive misfires affected their defense. They allowed too many open shots to Notre Dame, which is a team capable of getting hot from the outside. They did. And Pitt was terrible at the line, which has been one of their strong points this year. 20 of 36. They missed 16 in what turned out to be a seven-point loss. So it's all on the table for you. You can listen to that game from Coral Gables, Florida, at the Watsco Center coming up tonight at 6 o'clock right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. In the meantime, let's go out to Crafton. Tony joins us right now. Hello, Tony. Hey, Bob. How are you? Hey, I agree with that guy about 20 minutes ago about these new roles. This isn't baseball. People that hate baseball are always going to hate baseball. They were probably the bums that couldn't play that stunk. So, like I said, these roles are ridiculous. This isn't baseball, folks. One of the greatest things, Bob Prince is rolling in his grave. One of the <laughs> greatest things Bob Prince used to always say about baseball, it was the only sport without clocks. And they still have no clocks, generally. The, uh, the game the time. Clock. Well, I mean, you know, listen, this, this, uh, thing Tony, Tony, you, you have to admit, some of the antics baseball players made trying they to get into the, the batter's box. They take charge. They needed the umpires to tell guys, get in the box and back. Well, now they don't have to because it's going to be absolutely automatic based on a pitch clock because they wouldn't do it. Maybe they did try. Maybe umpires tried and it was to no avail. And I think I agree with that guy. It's not going to help the ratings. It ain't going to – if anything, I think it might hurt the ratings because people like me who love baseball are turned off by this nonsense. Quit bowing to pressure. There, you know, Bob, answer me this question. How did baseball survive 150 years? You want to know why it survived 150 years? There was nothing wrong with it. Leave it alone. Tony, thank you very much. I appreciate your opinion. Uh, a lot of people agree with Tony and Greg before him. I happen to like what they're doing because I do think games go too long. And there's a way to cut out some of the fat. And that's all this is trying to do, cutting out some of the fat that exists. Now, by putting limits on how many pitches 
uh, a guy can make to first base, how many throws a guy can make to first base, I think is unfair. That too slows the games down. But what it does, though, by saying you only have two, uh, base runners are smart enough to know that. If they get two over there, then the guy can't do it anymore. So you're going to change the dynamic of that. Anthony in Oakland, always a voice of reason, joins us right now. What's up, Anthony? What the, what the caller has to understand, the ratings for baseball are in the toilets. The revenue's in the toilet, except for the big market guys. Right. And they have to do something to make it interesting for the young people. Geezers like me, that's not who the advertisers are looking at any longer. We're past our prime. They want to make the game because the young people don't have the attention span to sit there and watch a four-hour baseball game. The only sport who honestly is not regional anymore, and I mean to consider when you even consider basketball, it is football. Football's king. Football's the only one that's going to make money and continue to make money because of the interest and the betting. The, I mean, I, I and the marketing, too. To they know and how the to market it so it goes 365, even though they haven't played a game and won't for six months. I'm sitting here now watching the reruns of the of the of uh, what they're having out in Indy, the Combine. You want to know a funny story about that, Anthony? I, so I look what? at ratings every day. Do yeah. you know that the combine ratings are up like 14%? Yeah. Again, this is a Pittsburgh market, so I can only gauge what I yeah. see. And, yeah. and it's, not, it's an incomplete yeah. number yet, but up 14%, and they're doing better than the NBA by far in Pittsburgh. And, and that doesn't yeah. surprise me because people don't want to watch basketball. But it is surprising when you look at something where a bunch of guys running around in shorts can get that kind of rating number versus what you see from an actual sport that has games on the line as they go down the stretch. Wait till the draft. The draft gets higher ratings than the NBA playoffs. So, so, so that we we just have to have an understanding of what's happening. But I, here's what I'm going to say to NFL though. And if I were still involved with unions, and if I were involved with the Players Association of the NFL, I would tell them, listen, fellas, uh, it's time to get the quarterbacks out of the salary cap, at least half of their salary. We, you you have Rodgers. He makes $50 million. Keep $25 million of his salary in the salary cap, which keeps his in the union. But allow the other 25 to be paid like you do coaches. And that way we'll save jobs because it's going to be unsustainable for quarterback salaries. If you see what's happening in Cleveland right now, uh, Watson's taking up almost uh, 35 to 40% of their salary cap. Three players have taken up almost 60% of their cap. So yeah, you, I, it's, and it's only going to get worse. Daniel Jones yes. looking at $45 million a year. And now anybody in their right mind knows Daniel Jones is not worth any $45 million a year. But and it's going to hurt them. What you have to do, and that's how I would present it to the players, because let's be clear, the rank and file can outvote the superstars. So you have to tell the rank and file, listen, if these quarterback salaries keep uh, escalating like they are, we got to cut you. Oh, there's so, no question. Uh, it affects it affects them more than anyone, and, and, and they're not so, necessarily in a position where they can mouth off about it either. No. So what you get, what you have to do, you have to, uh, it has to be collectively bargained to allow this to happen. You to, to cut their salary twenty five, like you pay the uh, coaches and that ad, you know, the administrative part, and another twenty five percent or half of fifty percent will keep them in the union. So it's fifty fifty because if not. Because it's only going to because you know there's more streaming money coming, 
And it's just going to get out of hand, and, and it's going to be such an imbalance that it's not going to be interesting anymore because you won't have any grunts. Which is why it's important for the Steelers to make good on some of these picks this year and load up their team with a quarterback who's not yet in that situation. Yes. Hey, Bob, it's always a pleasure. You are the king of sports journalism in this town, and we love you, man. Anthony, I feel very mutually the same to you. Appreciate your call. Very knowledgeable all the time. So anytime you want to call here, it's fine with me. I appreciate it. Thanks. 412-928-9370 is the number to call. Uh, Yeah, these quarterback salaries. And now, you know, Baltimore still dilly-dallying around with what to do with Lamar Jackson. So, Joel, would you sign him to a long-term deal, especially if the guaranteed money goes over what Deshaun Watson got in Cleveland? No. Not. I'm tending. I'm tending to agree with that. I'm tending now to go franchise tag and see what happens. And if I he think- wants to play bad boy and you know, not not show up, then so be it. That's your choice. But the problem is, what do you do with the quarterback in the meantime? It's hard to find him. That's why what happened last year, the Peng- or the uh, Steelers got lucky in a way that nobody took any quarterback and they had their choice and they chose Kenny Pickett. They may have really reduced the amount of time they're going to have to spend looking for a successor to a Hall of Fame quarterback. For a team that never drafts in the top 10, it seems, uh, that's a remarkable achievement. And if for no other reason that happens, then that draft, regardless of anyone else, would have been looked at as a major success. So um, how about Rod- – let me, let me play a game with you, okay? Aaron Rodgers now out of his dark hole. By the way, I'm going to try that one day. I don't. I, I need a bottle of Cabernet in there. Is that allowed or do you have to go just water in whatever they feed you? How does that work in that little house that he was in? Um Aaron Rodgers, give me a team. Where does he end up? Off top of your head. First instinct is like probably the New York Jets. A lot of people agree with that. I happen not to. What do you think? You're going to laugh at this. Raiders. I like that. I like that. It's reunited and it feels so good with Devontae Adams. That's right. So that's what I think. All right, let's go beyond that. Jimmy Garoppolo. Feels like the the Colts have been playing this game a lot with Carson Wentz, Philip Rivers. That's you my signed pick. a guy to him one year. Did you have him there too? Yep. And because they need a quarterback, he's available. Matt Ryan's too old, and they'll figure out something. But that's where I would look at. Yeah, right that sounds about. Any other one is Derek Carr. Tampa Bay has been in discussion. For my him. choice, and maybe Jimmy G goes to Tampa Bay as well as another possibility. Could Derek Carr be a Baltimore Raven? <laughs> That's interesting. Got a new offensive coordinator. Maybe so, but then again, they're going to have to figure out what to do. I think Lamar Jackson, they can they could sign and trade him too. You know, Atlanta's a team that needs a quarterback. They got rid of Marcus Mariota. They don't they ha- I know they have uh who's the young guy they got in the draft last Desmond year? Desmond Ritter. Desmond Ritter, who I think the the Steelers really liked also. Um I mean, I don't know if, if Lamar ja- if they if they do that, that would be a little stunning to me cuz they put draft equity in Desmond Ritter. It's fascinating, though. We talk about this stuff every year. When quarterbacks come into play, it takes an even bigger conversation. All right, we're going to go to break. 412-928-9370. Got a lot going on, so call. We'll talk pit basketball coming up tonight. We got Penguins against the desperate Florida Panthers. 
and a lot of other stuff with uh, the NFL and anything else you want to talk about is fine with me as well. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. All right, welcome back. As we continue until 1 o'clock, we have Pirate Baseball coming at you at 1. And then after that, it is Pitt and Miami in the biggest game of the year. Pitt, if they win, quite simply, will be the ACC regular season champs. Man, I wish I would have made that bet back at the day. They were picked 14th, not many people. And the way they started, you thought, oh, another season like this, Jeff Capel's job may be in jeopardy. Next thing you know, um, they put together a pretty good uh, group of kids, and they're clearly um, older, mature, which is why I think they'll be able to win tonight in Miami. They're coming off a bad performance against Notre Dame. There was a lot of emotional edge there for the Irish on Mike Bray's final game. After 23 years there, being forced out, basically, they played for him. A lot of ex-players showed up, and you saw the result. Um, Pitt got a little frustrated, I think, with their offense, and it affected their defense. But I think they're they're old enough, mature enough to understand what they did, and they will correct it tonight against a very talented Miami team. And if they don't, then I wonder what they have to do in the NC, or in the ACC tournament to ensure a spot in the NCAA tournament. 412-928-9370. Calls keep rolling in. Let's go to Jerry in Bethel Park. Hello, Jerry. Hello. Uh, excuse me. I have a question about the pitch. Uh, only two times are allowed to throw to first base. Yeah. Once they throw twice the first, the runner takes an extra lead. Yep. And maybe even tries to seal. Can the pitcher just step off the rubber and throw to second base and throw him up? Uh, I think that would be, I don't know. That, that's a good question. I don't know that they thought that far, Jerry, about that one. And I don't know if that constitutes a throw over or a pickoff move. I don't know. Uh, but clearly the runner has the advantage. And I think that's probably the point you were making that if you, if you expire the amount of times you can throw over the first base, then the runner has a distinct advantage, especially if that clock gets towards zero, you have to get the pitch off. So, uh, good question. Oh, I'll check into that. Wait, you mean? Yeah. Oh, I see. Thank you. All right, Jerry. Thank you. Let's go to Bill in the car, who joins us right now on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. What's up, Bill? Hi, Bob. Um, I'm calling about the rules changes, the rule changes in baseball, Mm -hmm. and they're saying about the rankings being down and all that, the ratings. And you know, my biggest thing is the reason why I don't go to Pirate games anymore is because it's obvious they're they're not contenders year in and year out, and the small market teams are like that here, you know, in baseball. I think it's part of the problem. Is like you know, you, you look at the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Cubs, the Mets, the Braves. Those are the teams that are con- contending every year because they, if they don't have enough good players, 
they go out and spend a hundred million dollars and get a couple more. Right to your the point, there, there there are no guardrails. If you if you are a team like the San Diego Padres, for example, they just give Manny Machado their second three hundred you know, ripped up the one that wasn't good enough, and they gave him fifty million more, so he makes uh, three hundred fifty million. You know, they gave um, Xander Bogarts a big deal. They gave Fernando Tatis a three hundred million dollar deal, and now they're thinking about you know they still have Juan Soto on their team. <laughs> And Josh Hader, the they want to give them big deals, and, and there, there's no stopping them. So how do you compete? I, that To me, that's always been the number one problem uh, in this sport, that they don't have an, a level playing field when it comes to, to finances. Well, I think it's already been proven. When the Pirates compete, the fans will show up, and they won't care if it's a, a three-hour game or a four-hour game. The Pirates are competing. No, no you're right yeah, about I, that. But, Bill, the thing is, on television, the ratings do matter. Because if they're better, you get to charge more. And if you get to charge more, you then make more. And if you make more, then the team and the league can sell uh, more. You know what I mean? So yeah. the ratings yeah. do matter in that situation. But as far as going to the games, if you've made the commitment to go to a game, if you're there for 20 less minutes, I don't think it really matters to that point of view, yes. No. I think it, competing is more important than uh, – all the rule changes on you know the good clocks and all that. I think that's well the biggest thing is the competing. The players unfortunately will never ever agree to anything short of what they have because they all want to make big time money and they all can make big time money if you're good enough. But by not having a cap on the floor, you're making it very difficult on teams to to actually try to compete. And therein lies the biggest problem in baseball. I always said that. Yeah, I agree. I you know I agree. If there's a guy playing for the Pirates, like you know whoever you want to say. Uh, and I won't mention any names, but you know, if he can go to the Yankees and make you know 100 million dollars, and he can't make it for the Pirates, he's going to go to the Yankees. Absolutely, but I here's the thing about the Pirates: if you want to, you can pay whatever you want. There's no limitation; it's your choice. Yeah, and that gives yeah. people an excuse, and that's what I hate about it. It gives Bob Nutting or anyone else who falls into that category as an excuse because he doesn't have to send spend it. He can say whatever he wants to say and save as much as he wants. Uh, but if you yeah. if you are forced to spend to a floor, if you are forced forced to spend 130 million minimum and 200 maximum, then you have to do it somehow, some way. Right. But it also I then agree. would recover a be, you know a better revenue sharing stream with all the teams. You can't just give the biggest markets who have the best TV deals all the money and no one else gets it. So many problems. Right. The only way it would change is if there's a work stoppage, and I don't think anyone wants to see that. So, Bill, thank you for the yeah. call. I hope you have a good time when you go to PNC Park this year. Let's go to Daryl in Houston. What's up, Daryl? Hey, Bob. Thanks for taking my call. I got a couple points uh, on baseball. I really don't have a problem with the clock as much as I do with a couple of rules. They, the rule changes about throwing over the first and the shift, more importantly, the more impactfully is the shift. The old adage is hit them where they ain't. And baseball is a game of adjustments. I adjust to you. You have to adjust to my adjustments. Now you're telling me you're a dead pull hitter. You hit everything to the left field or the left side of the diamond. I move my defense to accommodate that. You can't adjust. So now they're crying, oh, we can't do that because they're playing deep in the outfield. They've got to shift over. That's baseball. Hey, Bob, if, you, hey Bob, if, you, if you're a fast player, and I know that, that, that if you hit a one chopper to the infield, you're probably going to beat it out. What, what am I going to do? I'm going to bring the infield in a little bit. If you're a big hitter, and and you you pull the ball. I'm gonna move the, I'm gonna move my infield back. That's baseball. It's a game of adjustments. But now you're telling me that you can't adjust to my adjustments. What you need? You not you don't need to play. <laughs> I have a problem with that more than I have a problem with the time. 
with the pitcher and the catcher and the batter and, and the throwing over, you're changing the integrity of the game, in my opinion. A lot that's, of, that's, hey, Daryl, you make a good point. A lot of people agree with that. Why not adjust? If they're going to put everyone on the left side of the infield, well, then go the opposite way if you, if you yeah, can. But if you won't, exactly. you're going to hit right into the teeth of it. Here's a better question for you because this is now adopted. They are no longer allowed to have the shift. That doesn't mean you can't do some weird things with your outfielders. So having said that, you still can move out. If you believe strongly that a guy's a dead pool hitter, you can move your outfield to accommodate that. Same thing applies. If you're the hitter, as long as you get it over the infielders, you can run forever because there's no one in right field, for example, if they move everything toward you know toward the left side of the outfield. So you can still right. do that, I think. Right, but you still – well, yeah. yeah you, but then, okay, so then you're forcing the adjustment. And, and, and what's the difference, though? I mean, what's the difference? If I can move my outfield, why can't I move my infield? Well, they've determined that's not in the best interest of the game. So they made that switch. And I think it hurts the Pirates because they were one of the teams that started this whole trend with the shifting, and they've used it pretty well to their advantage, I thought. Let me say this, Bob, and I'll go to my pit comment. The baseball is, is looking to catch. I heard I heard uh, the comments prior. I heard Anthony and Oakland talking about ratings and marketing. But at some point, at some point, you can't, you can't disenfranchise your fans to be driving casual fans because I never understood that comment anyway. Casual fans, make, baseball is going to have to make themselves a happening. It's going to hit the bars, you know, the complex like you have in Atlanta. That's what you need to do. It can't be we're just going to the park, you know, Wrigley, Wrigley, you know, Wrigley, whatever Wrigley Town, whatever they mm-hmm. call that. You got to make it an event. It's not the game itself. It's the event around the well, game. Well, but I think the most important the thing folks. to me, to first have an event, you have to have a team worth worth watching. That, the only that, way it becomes that. an event, it's like going to a bar at night when you have a bar on one side of the road and another one on the other side of the road, and everyone's lined up to go in the first bar, but no one's lined up in the second. If you want a drink, you can go into the second bar very easily. You go sit right at the at the head of the bar. But that's not where the crowd is. So everyone is intrigued by the crowd. They'll stand in line as opposed to going to the bar that's wide open. Same thing is true. Before you have an event, you got to have a team that's worth covering and worth watching. That, that's fair, and that's a point well made. And let me get to Pitt. And you mentioned something that I've been talking about for the last couple of weeks is their age. They're, 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 the Pitt's age has been a, t- a topic. It's been a little bit of a, a hidden topic. You heard comments from Bayheim. You heard comments from the coach mm-hmm. at, at Georgia Tech. And I think – and this is me talking, I think that's penalizing them more than anything else. Because, hey, they old. They're older team. He built it from, you know, he got a bunch of transfers here. He's an older team and yada, yada, yada. But one other point I want to make real quick, Bob, I listened to Jerry Palm on the PM show. Uh-huh. And, and I, that, he convinced me that he doesn't know what he's talking about. We just, him and, and, and uh, uh, the other guy from ESN, Lombardi, whatever his name is. Yeah, Lenardi. just guessing. Lenardi, they're, no, they're they're actually pretty Lenardi's been spot on with his with well, the people he expects to get there. Well, you you can be spot on with the obvious. Here's the here's the thing. When you got a 20, you got a team in the ACC that's leading. It's number one in the ACC and now you're talking about there to bubble. You don't really have any analysis to cover that. You're just basically guessing. because I'm going to say this and I'm going to let you go about. And I I give Pony a lot of credit because Jerry Palm was all over the map. I was like, I can't keep up. He says, well, you know, Pony would ask me, why is this team over? 
well, they got to play in a better conference. But you just said the conferences don't matter. But then you say the conferences matter because the ACC is not a strong conference, but they don't take into consideration the conferences. And I was thinking, and Donnie Football came on after that and said, yeah, I'm like, can't, couldn't keep up. So we'll see what happens. I think they are, I think they're locked right now. I think they're in. They, you know, they, they should be in. They should be in, and, and, and I agree with that. And I, Listen, to me, they put too much emphasis on non-conference games in November and December versus how a team finishes, Daryl, so I'll leave you with that. I, I, you I should be given credit off. for how you develop as a team, too, but that's a subjective thing, and the computers can't spit that crap out. Thank yeah, you for I've the call, ma'am. i that for months, man. Yep. I agree with you totally. All right, have a good day. We're up against a break here. Uh, just want to remind you also, for those uh, Riverhound fans, and you heard me say, I think they'll be the next team to win a championship in Pittsburgh. You should get uh, an opportunity to see them. Today it's free over at Highmark Stadium. It's their final preseason game against the team that won it all last year, Louisville City FC, and a team I thought the Riverhound should have beaten last year um, in a controversial ending in that game. So that's at 2 p.m. today if you want to check out the Hounds in action before they start their season. It could be a big season for them. That's today at Highmark Stadium. All right, we're going to take a break here. It's 412-928-9370. Your thoughts about pitch clock, the changes in baseball, as well as the Penguins. Give me a grade. What do you think they did at the trade deadline versus other teams in their own division? That's coming up right here on Sports Radio 93.7 The Fan. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The newest Penguins in action. Nick Bonino, Marcus Granlin, Dmitry Kulikov tonight in Florida against the Panthers. A big game for both teams, but really a big game for the Panthers who sit right now five points behind the Penguins and they've played two more games. So it is a must, I believe, for Florida to win that game Meanwhile, you got a lot of other action today. The Rangers are going to be at Boston, the best team in the NHL by far. And if the Rangers should lose and the Penguins should win, suddenly the Penguins are six behind the Rangers with three games yet to play head-to-head with those two teams. One of them coming up next Sunday at PPG Paints Arena. We got that. We got other stuff. Let's go back to the phone lines to round it out. We got Tony in Indiana joining us here on Sports Radio 93.7, the fan. Tony. Hey Bob, it's uh it's good to talk to you. You too. Um, I, yeah, I, I'm from Indianapolis. Um, grew up Colts, Pacers, basketball, all that. But my dad came from Cuba, and we loved baseball. But I was I grew up in the '90s, and we loved you know players more than teams and stuff. But when I joined the military, I had a buddy from Williamsport, and this was 2010, 2011. So right before the Pirates started getting hot, and I been a fan ever since and so i've kind of gone through this new dip and everything but i saw the rise of kutch and all that and i I love uh me and my girlfriend we're going to opening day we're driving all the way we're staying over there over the weekend um 
yeah, super excited to have Kutch back. It, it it brought life back into me. She saw like when when Kutch got re-signed, she was like, she's like, you you're different. It, it, it just it made me so happy. Um, but also, what about like in Cruz's off days? Do they maybe move Hayes over to shortstop? I think like that's a good gap. I don't really want Castro or Marcano or uh, G1 Bay. You know, those guys can probably play third or like some weird outfield spots. I, I think Hayes on an off day is a better shortstop than, you know, for Cruz. Well, well then who would you put at third base? Castro. I mean, that's what he, that's what he played here in Indy. Yeah, but isn't he's earmarked to be their second baseman at this point, isn't he? Uh, well, yeah, he'd be a se- second, but, but on Cruz's off day, move Hayes to short. You know, maybe G one Bay or you yeah. know, you know, we. I don't know. It was. It was just. They have a lot of options, and you haven't even mentioned Piguero, who's a guy who I think they like a lot. It just depends on whether he'll make the roster. Number one, Tony, thank you for your service. I'll start there. Um, no, but no. I agree with you that Andrew McCutcheon was. It was. It's a little late for me. I would have done this earlier. He still has some spark in his bat, and he'll be certainly a great addition in terms of fan interest. I don't know how much yeah, of a difference I, he can I, I, make, yeah, though. Yeah, it, their it, their it, season it, will be defined by how their younger players all, and starting with Cruz, Reynolds has to have a big year for his own future money as well as anything else. Uh, Suwinski, can he handle center field on a regular basis? And I want to see these catchers come up. I, you know, all due respect to Austin Hedges, he's a nice guy to have for now. But I want to see Andy Rodriguez. I want to see uh, Davis come up. Those uh, – those are the guys I want to see. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, me being an indie, I can drive down to Victory Field. I'm, I want to watch those guys, and I will. But I'd much rather see them, you know, five and a half hours away playing. You Give know, me a name, Tony, of someone in Indianapolis you've watched who we should be on um, on the lookout for. Maybe not the big time players, but maybe a pitcher. You've seen Mike Burroughs pitch, I, I Mike, imagine. Mike, I think Mike Burroughs has. It, it, it is Mike Burroughs. He is, he is, he, he's, he's just, he has that demeanor. He, he, he is, he is just me, not, not, not Garrett Cole-esque, but he has that tude. He has that attitude yeah. where he wants to, like, he, he wants the fan guys. Well, uh, good. Tony, yeah. thank you. I, I got a, one more call here. I appreciate it. Again, thank you for your service and thanks for calling. Appreciate that. Let's go uh, end it here with Rich in Forest Hills. Rich, you are our last caller before we turn over to Pirates and Phillies today. Go ahead. Bobby, always fun to talk to you. you too. Uh, let, let me let, let me say this: If there was no revenue sharing in the National Football League, uh, what would that sport look like? If there were five teams in the NFL, uh, what would that sport look uh, that that could spend uh, that outspend everybody? Would people in Buffalo be going to the games? Would the Indianapolis Colts fans be going to the games? Would anybody be watching the game? If you if you if you took if you went to the uh, PGA, uh, the, the televised events, and you said, okay, these are the only guys that can use uh, a driver today, these five guys and everybody else has <laughs> got to play with irons. Okay, they're really overthinking this thing in baseball. I don't think they're overthinking it at all. I, I think it's just a ruse. It's, the length of the game doesn't matter. The, pro, the NFL games have gotten longer with the instant replay. Nobody's complaining about the length of the games. That's got nothing to do with it. You remember in the old days when you and I were kids and we went to the hypo games when the 65 uh, Pirates played their Class A uh, ball teams. You know, 200 people would go to those games. Right. They were interesting, but they, they were exhibitions. So what they you're saying is you got to even the playing field. I'm up against a, a hard out here, so i gotta, I got to move on. But I, I appreciate that thought because I agree with it. Um, 
And bottom line is they need to, to have a better way of spreading all the wealth so that all of these teams have an equal shot of it at the beginning of the season. You can say teams can still win, but yeah, but it takes a whole bunch of luck and a lot of help for that to happen. Fan Weathers brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Silverados, Colorados are back in stock with a great selection. Stop in online. Sun Chevy today, some wind, otherwise cloudy, 47, partly cloudy tonight, 35 tomorrow. We got some sunny skies moving in, and that's going to do it for us. Thank you to Joel Nelson. Always does a great job. Thank you to our callers. I really appreciate your opinions. Join us tomorrow. Number one Cochrane Sports Showdown, 1135 KDKA. I'm Bob Pompiani. Have a wonderful weekend. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.